Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm Stetson Miller. A neighborhood memorial service for the 13-year-old boy shot and killed. I'm Dick Iuliano. Wes Moore will be sworn in as Maryland's governor this week using a special Bible. A fatal disease affecting deer in our area. I'm Ralph Fox. Two women shot using rideshare in the district. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. There is no let-up from those atmospheric rivers that have been floating in over California. All the rain that has fallen has helped ease a bad drought, but it's caused flooding and slides and death. KCOY-TV's Mina Wahab in Montecito. First responders at the Randall Road Debris Basin in Montecito have already diverted much of the water from this week's rain. We use these dozers and these excavators to divert the stream making our own artificial riverbeds and they diverted away from this area and they cleared the flooding out. As rain falls, it pushes debris from the mountains that ends up accumulating in the basins. First responders are getting this debris out to a dump site to ensure that the debris basin can continue to work at full capacity. President Biden's declared a major disaster for California to get quick federal aid there. The White House revealed more documents marked classified have been found at Mr. Biden's private home. Correspondent Christian Benavides. A White House lawyer, Richard Sauber, released a statement saying Saturday saying in part, while I was transferring it to the DOJ officials who accompanied me, five additional pages with classification markings were discovered among the material with it. For a total of six pages, the DOJ officials with me immediately took possession of them. Sauber said the White House will cooperate with a special counsel, Robert Herr, who was appointed by Attorney General Merrick Garland to investigate the matter. While gas prices have been lower the last two months and overall inflation is slowing, Supermarket staples are going the other way. Take eggs. The main reason for the skyrocketing price is the deadliest outbreak of avian flu in U.S. history. Tens of millions of birds have died or been slaughtered. Egg industry research scientist Mauro Ibarburu says high demand around the holidays also raised prices. What needs to happen to get egg prices back to what they were? What needs to happen is to recover from the avian influence and to prevent new cases. Experts say it could take a few months for new chickens to be raised to replace those lost. Correspondent Michael George, turning overseas almost 11 months into Russia's invasion war, it aimed missiles at targets across Ukraine. At least nine people were killed in an apartment in the eastern city of Dnipro. BBC correspondent Paul Adams. People here and in the West had started to wonder if Russia might be running out of missiles or thinking of changing its strategy. It seems there weren't quite so many missiles this time, perhaps less than 40. But it's clear that Russia has not changed its strategy and seems intent on causing maximum hardship for Ukraine's civilians whenever and wherever it can. Britain now plans to send tanks and artillery systems to help Ukraine. Local media report a 72-seat passenger plane has crashed in Nepal. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 203 on Sunday morning, January 15, 2023. 27 degrees when you factor in the wind. It feels like 15 into the teens and 20s overnight. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. The top local stories we're following this hour. It's been a week since a 13-year-old boy was shot and killed in D.C.'s Brookland neighborhood. 
Now a D.C. council member is asking for police body cam video of the encounter with the shooter. WTOP's Stetson Miller picks the story up there. D.C. Council Member Brooke Pinto says she requested the video to make sure all the right procedures were followed by MPD when they came to the scene of the fatal shooting of Karan Blake. It is really important to answer the calls that is, are so robust right now from our community that there be accountability and transparency in, in what really happened here. D.C. police say back on January 7th, a man shot and killed the 13-year-old in the Brooklyn neighborhood who claimed Blake was to cars. The man hasn't been identified or charged, outraging many community members who are demanding answers about the shooting. Pinto says she can't say what happened in the video because it's an ongoing investigation, but believes police are following the right procedures and urges patience as the investigation continues. I know people are hurting and are in a lot of pain and want answers, and I completely understand that. But we have a justice system that allows for and requires a thorough investigation. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. And against that backdrop, on a cold, windy day, family, friends, and neighbors of Karan Blake held a memorial for the team. WTOP's Dick Juliano was there. One thing that I like about him that he always makes me laugh. Karan's little sister dissolved into tears, so his friend Marco stepped to the microphone to address the vigil. I just would never expect it to be Karan like... I literally just saw him like two days before the news happened. Kids and grown-ups in heavy coats against the cold air released blue and black balloons. D.C. police say a homeowner shot and killed Karan Blake after he said he saw Karan breaking into cars. Robert Branham of the D.C. branch of NAACP says the community must know exactly what happened. There needs to be transparency more information to be released to the family, to the community. Dick Giuliano, WTOP News. It's 2.05. When Maryland Governor-elect Wes Moore takes his oath of office this Wednesday in Annapolis, he'll be placing his hand on a Bible once owned by Frederick Douglass, the Maryland-born native who, born into slavery, I should say, who later became one of the nation's leading slavery abolitionists. According to the Washington Post, Moore describes himself as a student of Douglass, and he's not just an admirer, but someone who is a true connoisseur of his life, his teachings, and his writings. The governor-elect recently sought permission to use the well-worn Bible from the National Park Service, which has custody of it. For the swearing-in ceremony, it will be placed in a specially designed container to protect it and will be held by Moore's wife, Dawn. Only the incoming governor will place his hand on the Bible directly. It was a gift to Douglas in 1889 from the Congregation of Washington's Metropolitan African Methodist Episcopal Church. Ominous signs of an incurable sickness spotted in Fairfax County's deer population. Virginia's Department of Wildlife Resources is out with a word of caution about chronic wasting disease, or CWD. Some also call it the zombie deer disease. It's a progressive and fatal illness with no cure, found for the first time in Fairfax County in October. It's known to affect deer, elk, and moose, and to date has not affected humans. The state strongly recommends you have deer tested at one of several locations in Loudoun and Fairfax counties. CWD has been confirmed in at least 29 states. No regulatory changes will be made until the end of the deer hunting season. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, two women are shot during a ride share in the district. It's 207. Talk to Dr. Now and share. 
Nearly one in two U.S. adults have high blood pressure. That's why it's important to self-monitor your blood pressure in four easy-to-remember steps. It starts with a monitor. Next, to talk to your doctor about your blood pressure numbers. Get down with your blood pressure. Self-monitoring is power. Visit ManagerBP.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Heart Association, and the American Medical Association. In partnership with the Office of Minority Health and Health Resources and Services Administration. At the YMCA, finding your why starts by making an impact together, touching lives for the better. It can be the gift of time or treasure, supporting a community through talent without measure. Here, compassion fuels commitment, finding fulfillment through enrichment, serving and improving. What a way to live and what a gift it is to give. Find your why and get involved today at YMCA.org. For a better us. It's 208. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Ian. So far, the outer loop of the Beltway, while no real delays, is still dealing with the work zone. As you make way past the American Legion Bridge from Maryland into Virginia... The work zone will be found over on the right-hand side of the roadway. You'll have just things to the left lane getting by as you head down towards 193. Once you're past 193, you got all lanes available to you headed down towards uh, the Dulles Toll Road and 66. 66 looks great. No issues on I-95. And so 395 is up to speed as well. Headed northbound. Southbound side, though, you got that crash after King Street on your approach towards Seminary Road. Looking at the camera now, it does look like you still have the far right and the far left lane blocked. You're going to want to stay down towards the center of the roadway. Not to worry, you will see them long before you're there. you got flashing lights on both sides of the roadway. Drive nice and carefully past them, besides the fact that it is the law. It is the kind thing to do, of course. DC 295 looks great to and from the 11th Street Bridge. 50 looks good from the Beltway out towards Annapolis. But remember, across the Bay Bridge, it's got wind restrictions today. I can use my R's. Uh, if you're headed across and you have a low large vehicle, a box truck, a tractor trailer of some sort, you will not be allowed to go across. Uh, if you're a trucker of some sort, you know what the deal is. High winds, no good for big cars. 270 looks great from the Beltway all the way up towards Frederick. Southbound side looks good. Still dealing with a creek, or rather it's, it's uh, from the ramp uh, from Burntswood Road onto 32 northbound. You f- should find the crash over on the right-hand side of the roadway. Minimal delays right now, but delays nonetheless. 95 in the BW Parkway, completely up to speed. Looking for a new car? Well, the wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller, the Sunday morning forecast. Pretty cold weather across the region. In fact, some of our coldest temperatures so far for the month of January around the region as we speak. Sunshine, though, in the sky throughout the afternoon hours, and we'll see high temperatures today into the middle 40s. The winds will settle down in the afternoon, and tomorrow it looks like it'll be a rather calm day. Sunshine in the morning for your Martin Luther King Day Monday. Clouds will be in the afternoon and middle 50s for high temperatures, so a milder day. We'll see near 60 degrees here on Tuesday with showers and near 60 on Wednesday. I'm Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller. 29 and 4 Belvoir. It's 30 in Foggy Bottom, 30 in Silver Spring. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 2-11. Two women are in the hospital after being shot in the district while in a rideshare early Saturday. D.C. police say they responded to a reported shooting at Georgia Avenue and Morton Streets Northwest around 1240 yesterday morning. When they arrived, officers found evidence of a shooting 
but no victims. Not long afterward, police were notified that two women had been dropped off at an area hospital with gunshot wounds. Both women conscious and breathing, and we now know they were transported to the hospital by the rideshare driver. Police have now interviewed the two victims. Their investigation continues. One of the teens accused in the carjacking that left Commander's running back Brian Robinson shot and wounded enters a plea in a D.C. courtroom. Here's WTOP's Kyle Cooper. The 17-year-old is pleading guilty to assault with a dangerous weapon and carrying a pistol without a license. The teen's name has not been released. The Washington Post says as part of the deal, the teen will be in the custody of the city's youth services until he's 20 years old. A 15-year-old also charged in the case is set to go to trial January 24th. In a court hearing, it was revealed he is the one accused of pulling the trigger. Police say the two tried to rob Robinson in August on 8th Street Northeast. Robinson shot twice in the knee, missed four weeks on the field. Kyle Cooper, WTO. It's 2-12. They are accused of looking for children to have sex with. Instead, seven men in Virginia wind up on a trip to jail. The sting operation by Fairfax County Police ran for a number of days in December. Detectives posing as children were on various Internet sites. The suspects started explicit conversations with them, then asked to meet in person. When the men showed up to meet with what they thought were children, they were arrested. While most were arrested on just a few charges, two of the men were charged with multiple counts of possession and reproduction of child pornography. Michelle Morello, WTOP News. In Indiana, a 56-year-old woman is facing charges after police say she repeatedly stabbed an 18-year-old Indiana University student in the head on a public bus because the victim is Asian. The victim told investigators she was attacked while waiting for the exit doors on a Bloomington Transit bus Wednesday to open. Witness followed the woman's attacker and contacted police. They later arrested Billy R. Davis of Bloomington, charged her with attempted murder and aggravated battery. Police say Davis told them she attacked the young woman with a folding knife because it, quote, would be one less person to blow up our country. Victims being treated for her injuries. Coming up on WTOP, the Caps get thumped by the Flyers downtown. Frank Hanrahan breaks it all out in sports next. 213. Hi, I'm Mike Richmond of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs with this message for veterans. Did you serve in the military? Veterans deserve world-class health care. You can help by joining the Million Veteran Program. MVP is VA's National Voluntary Research Program to better understand how genes affect health. With over 900,000 veteran participants, MVP is one of the largest research programs in the world. With breakthroughs in PTSD, depression, heart disease, cancer, and more. With your help, the program can make more discoveries in areas that matter most to veterans. Go to mvp.va.gov to sign up or call 866-441-6075 to schedule an appointment at a participating VA. You don't have to receive your care at VA to join. I'm Mike Richmond. It's 214. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Council. The sun's shining, birds are singing, and all feels right in the world. 
until the season changes and suddenly you lose your motivation to get out of bed. In fact, one in five people experience some form of depression no matter the season or time of year. At the American Psychiatric Association Foundation, our vision is to build a mentally healthy nation for all because we want you to live your best life and be your best you all year round. Please visit mentallyhealthynation.org to learn more. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 215 with Frank Hammerhand. Was it a great comeback or an epic collapse? You be the judge, no matter what. It was Jacksonville hitting a game-winning field goal. 31-30, Jags knocking off the Chargers, who were up 27 to nothing, and saw that lead slip away. And in the end, Jaguars get the victory over the Los Angeles Chargers. Earlier, it was San Francisco taking care of Seattle, 41-23, as the uh, Niners have won 11 in a row. Rookie quarterback Brock Purdy beat on the ice. Alex. Ovechkin scored his 30th goal of the year, but Caps fall to the Philadelphia Flyers 3-1. For Ovi, it's career goal 8-10, 400th career goal scored at home, and he's reached the 30-goal mark for the 17th time in his 18-year career. College basketball on Saturday. Virginia takes care of Florida State. 67-58. Howard comes back and beats Norfolk State 86-84. George Mason beats Davidson 67-65. American loss to Lehigh 78-61. Uh, Navy drops win to Loyola 69-67. GW falls to St. Louis 81-74. And Rohan WTOP Sports. It's 217. Some airline incentives to get you to fly after the pandemic may be about to fly away themselves. The disappearing perks are another casualty of the end of the pandemic. When COVID hit, airlines up the frequent flyer ante to get more people in the seats. But now that the pandemic is in the rearview mirror, more and more people are taking to the skies and willing to pay for the perks they used to ignore. Things like expensive seats, Delta, United, and American all raising the spending requirements to earn frequent flyer benefits like free upgrades, early boarding, and lounge memberships. Airlines saying if everyone feels special, then no one feels special. Del Walters, WTOP News. The Pentagon is considering providing back pay to former service members discharged for refusing to get their COVID-19 vaccine. Now that that mandate has been repealed, the military had already stopped discharging troops who refused the shots. Political reports the statement opens the door to reinstating troops who believe they were let go, stipulating that service members and veterans may apply to correct their records. Coming up after traffic and weather, top stories are following screens for President Biden have found more documents marked classified in his Delaware residence. In all, six pages of documents were discovered during a search of Mr. Biden's home library. The weather won't let up in California, beset by strong storms and flooding with more coming this week. At least 19 there are dead. British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has promised to send Ukraine tanks and artillery systems. The pledge comes after Russia takes up attacks on several Ukraine. Ukrainian cities this week. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 218. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and here's Carlos Ramirez. Indeed, here I am. Thank you so much, Ian. Across the Bay Bridge, they have wind restrictions in effect right now. Basically means the winds are uh, above 40 miles an hour, and that means that if you've got a larger vehicle, uh, that might affect your drive. So they are not letting anybody with an oversized vehicle head across the Bay Bridge right now. If you're a truck driver or something, you know the deal. Otherwise, just keep it... 
check out your uh, checkpoints there. You'll be fine. If you're headed on the outer loop of the Beltway, the work zone is there after the American Bridge and Bridge. Got multiple lanes blocked over on the right-hand side of the roadway as you make your way into Virginia. You'll have a single left lane getting by as you head down toward 193. Once you get past 193, all lanes will be available to you, continuing down towards the Dulles Toll Road. 66 looks awesome. No work zones, no crashes, no delays. I-95 looks good as well. Southbound 395. Got a crash. It's going to be after King Street. On your approach towards Seminary Road, you will find crash activity on both sides of the roadway. Looking at the camera, you've got the far left and the far right lane completely blocked off. Um, looking at a tow truck pull over into that right lane. So they should be clearing this up within another few moments. I'll let you know by next hit if they have cleared that up. For now, stay down towards the center of the roadway. If you're in the district, no issues on the southeast-southwest freeway, New York Avenue, or the 3rd Street Tunnel. Of course, it is crowded in your usual spots. DuPont Circle, New York Avenue near Bladensburg, etc. Et cetera, et cetera. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller with this forecast for Sunday morning. Atmospheric high pressure beginning to settle into the region. We're going to continue with some gusty winds through the morning hours. And under mostly clear conditions, our air temperatures, they're pretty much the coldest they've been so far for the month of January. We're going to see highs today with sunshine into the middle 40s. The winds will be gusty at times through the afternoon, but it'll start to settle down here into the evening. Looking towards your Monday for the Martin Luther King Day holiday forecast, sunshine in the morning, a noticeably milder day by the afternoon with highs in the middle 50s, and clouds will start to increase into the afternoon and evening on Monday ahead of our next weather system. That's going to bring us some precipitation in the form of rain showers on Tuesday, high temperatures Tuesday in the mid to upper 50s, near 60 with sunshine, looking at Wednesday's forecast and a high likelihood of rain showers in the region on Thursday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. 29 in Bowie, it's 30 in Leesburg, 30 in Germantown, brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up on WTOP, a lot of big-name real- retailers could be reaching the end of the trail later this year. It's 221. There was this one time I went camping with my parents in a forest back when I was maybe like 8 or 9. It was amazing. We could hear the sounds of the forest all around us. Frogs singing and owls calling and a creek nearby. I'll definitely never forget it. Most of us have a memory of being in nature we'll never forget. Let's protect the world's natural places so more memories can be made for generations to come. Visit worldwildlife.org. This message is for Shauna, my mom who just finished her high school diploma. I wanted to say I'm so proud of you for finishing school. You'll tell me it's never too late to achieve your dreams. I hope to make you as proud as you have made me. When you graduate, they graduate. Finish your high school diploma for you and for them. Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Did you know that every three minutes someone is diagnosed with a blood cancer? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is seeking visionaries in the fight to end this deadly disease. LLS's Visionaries of the Year campaign is a 10-week philanthropic competition each spring where community activists and business leaders in the DMV network to help raise funds and awareness for blood cancer research and patient services. Help support LLS by nominating a candidate, joining our leadership team, or becoming a corporate partner today. Visit www www.llsvisionaries.org to learn more. This is WTOP News. It's 223. The Republican who lost his bid to be Maryland's governor last year is taking his argument over counting mail-in ballots 
to the U.S. Supreme Court. More from WTOP's Ann Kramer. Dan Cox wants the high court justices to review a decision by a Montgomery County judge that allowed the State Board of Elections request back in September to permit ballot counting as early as October 1st due to the expected large amount of mail-in ballots. The Baltimore Sun reports Cox's attorney argues that the judge's ruling was flawed. The former state delegate from Frederick County isn't challenging the outcome of the election. He lost to Democrat Wes Moore. But Cox argues in his petition that the county judge relied on language in state election law that gives courts flexibility to protect the electoral process in emergencies. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. Virginia Senate Democrats are pushing for new gun violence protection prevention laws after a series of shootings across the Commonwealth. Virginia Senate Democrats are hoping to pass 10 gun safety bills in the 2023 session, including one that aims to stop shootings like the one in Newport News last week when police say a six-year-old shot their teacher at school. The bill would require gun owners to lock up their guns when children are around. Another proposed law would require guns be locked in a container or compartment in cars to try to prevent gun thefts from unattended vehicles. Democrats are also pushing to prohibit the carrying of assault-style guns in public. They say the bills are solutions for the gun violence epidemic. Republicans were critical of one of the bills on Friday, saying on Twitter that the one requiring adults to lock up their guns around children would make it more difficult for people to protect their property and families. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. It's 224 in Bethesda's Woodmont Triangle area. That streetery that popped up along Norfolk Avenue during the pandemic has proven very popular and rather enduring. Now folks are being asked to weigh in on long-term possibilities. Here's WTOP's John Doman. This is a question about Norfolk Avenue years down the line. Do we want to have stormwater management facilities? Do we want to have a fountain? Should it be primarily about eating or should it be primarily about other kinds of activities? Matt Johnson with Montgomery County's Department of Transportation says a five-block length of the road is up for discussion. But he acknowledges that the two blocks currently closed to traffic already create some challenges. For loading, for example, for trash pickup, for pickup and drop-off, for you know, for example, Uber Eats. But with five blocks being talked about, different blocks could have different uses. So maybe one of the blocks is always close to cars, and maybe the other ones are only closed on holidays. Find the survey at WTOP.com. John Dome in WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55 WTOP. Here's Tracy Junkie. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Bed Bath & Beyond started the new year with a warning that it might not be able to stay in business. And that's not the only signal that this year may be different and more difficult for more retailers. 2023 is more likely going to be a bigger year for store closings and bankruptcies. After a break from such prominent signs of retail distress, says Lindsay Dutch, an analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence. That Bed Bath & Beyond announcement really brought it to the forefront that retailers that have been struggling need help. Retail struggles include the end of cheap credit and changing shopping preferences. People really shopping at the brands they like rather than a store that maybe carries tons of brands like a department store. At healthier retailers, however, store closings can lead to store openings. Bath and Body Works is a great example. Historically, they've predominantly been within the mall and they're moving off mall. To meet the shoppers where they are. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tracy Junkie on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, lawyers find more classified documents at President Biden's Delaware home. It's 226. Nearly one in two U.S. adults have high blood pressure. That's why it's important to self-monitor your blood pressure in four easy-to-remember steps. It starts with a monitor. Be next to talk to your doctor about your blood 